Hello and welcome to the Up Close and Personal Trainer podcast. We have a breaking news bulletin announcement for you. Right, so yeah, Boris sent me a voice note this morning and asked if I could play it to the listeners of the Up Close and Personal podcast. So here goes. Are you ready? Yes. You should not be meeting friends. If your friends ask you to meet up, you should say, fuck off and listen to the Up Close and Personal Trainer podcast. So I hope you heard that and that you heed that message. Do you know what I find a little bit strange is how much Boris sounds like you. Sounds like me. I I think he must be listening to the podcast and he's just taken on your persona. I don't know what you're talking. I just don't know what you're talking about. I cannot imagine what you're talking about. Anyway, thank you, Boris, for that announcement. I hope that everyone is following those rules and is staying inside. Yes. How have you found staying inside? I have had a lovely 24 hours. I, I was actually it's only been 24, 24 hours, hasn't it? <laughs> it was. It's Thursday now. I can't believe it. It's been uh, almost four days of lockdown. And I was saying to one of my clients today, I was like, I wonder if at the end of the 12 weeks, I'm like, anyone want to keep doing online sessions? Anyone fancy it? No. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm interested as to what's going to change. I think there'll be a lot more people allowed to remote work because i think a lot of companies have probably thought oh no this is impossible and then they'll figure out maybe it is possible or on the flip side they might be like it is impossible no one's ever doing it it's no i I think it's really it's really possible and think of the impact that that's going to have in the environment because if people can work from home and they can do most things from home then they don't need to drive everywhere this is true this is very true um and I think, like, uh, I was having a conversation with someone the other day about this exact thing, like, pr- particularly with fitness, is that you can expand your reach. So you could still teach a live class with people in it, in the same room as you, but you could also have Zoom, and then that gives you, like, more reach, and people can pay, like, maybe a smaller price, and they can still be involved in your class. So, um, yeah, I think I think this will change life. This will change life. But at the same time, we're all realizing how much we like to be up close and personal with each other. <laughs> yeah, we're like we we really need we need contact, we need touch, we need to be close to each other. Well, you've got Paul, don't you? But I felt a little bit weird yesterday because I'd not seen anyone in person for Aww. like a full day. But not no, not weird as in sad, just weird as in like hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> like you were going mad slightly. Yeah, a little bit. Right, okay. And so when your flatmate comes in, how, like, are you all over her? Like, what's the deal? Normally, we just have a debrief at the end of the day because she doesn't get in sometimes till quite late. Mm -hmm. So we have a little debrief on the couch and then we both go to bed. Oh, right, okay. And how's she finding? Because she's still working, she works in a hotel. How's she finding life? She is an essential worker. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I think she's a little bit stressed because she is the manager and everyone's like oh what's going on and she's like i don't know mm-hmm. nobody knows so yeah mm-hmm. well i went for a walk this morning to buy some activated yeast an essential item <laughs> oh essential yeah because yeah. i wanted to bake some bread um and i went to a shop to find it and obviously it's not there because and no bread making ingredient ingredients are there because everyone's thinking everyone's thinking let's make bread 
Let's make bread. Yeah. So instead, I bought chocolate chips to make cookies. <laughs> oh, that's that is a good alternative. Yeah. Do you want to know what happened to me this morning? Yes. I went on my walk. I've found a route that is exactly ten thousand steps, which leads me to quite far from my home. And because everything is also shut, I found myself about five thousand steps from home, really needing a wee. Oh no! I know, it, and it was desperate times. Like there was no way I was getting home. Of course, and no public toilets are going to be open, are they? No public toilets, no cafes, no supermarkets nearby that had toilets. So, what did you do? Well, did yeah. Did you crouch? What I had to do is, is a wild wee, as I like to call it. And it, and it wasn't even that rural where I was. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it was the kind of place that you could get like fined for peeing. Oh, really? Someone could have walked past? And also had to be really quick. Because obviously you don't want to be caught with your your trousers down. No, of course. Oh, can you imagine? So there was quite a lot of adrenaline. (gasps) And I bet you were peeing really fast. Well, I don't know, because you get a bit of stage fright as well when you're like, oh, and now I really have to pee right now. And then, yeah. But anyway, I survived. Uh, My pants are not wet. So that's a bonus. And nobody, I don't think, saw me. Well, I am really, really pleased for you. That sounds like quite a stressful situation. (laughs) It was quite an adventure this morning, yes. Not necessarily a side effect of coronavirus that we thought we would have, but here we are. (laughs) Here we are. Anyway, um, I had a listener write in. Oh, wow. We are really getting quite busy. We've had two stories in the last 24 hours. That's a lot. Absolutely. I mean, like, we are just giving the people what they want, but they are also helping us by giving us what we want, what they, yeah, what we want. We need your content because if Emma and I are going to make podcasts every two days, we need stuff to talk about. We need your embarrassing stories or dating stories or situations that you need us to figure out for you. Absolutely. Okay, I'm ready. Right, you're ready. Dear Emma and Shona. I was wondering if I could get some advice. I'm an avid listener of your podcast. And can I say, Shona, I looked you up on Instagram and I was pleasantly surprised by how pretty you are despite your voice. (laughs) My boyfriend is the biggest chatterbox I've ever met. And what makes it worse is that on rare occasions, I do manage to get a word in edgeways. He stares at me vacantly. So it's clear he's not listening to a word I say. I want to dump him, but there's a weird reason I haven't. He's got a third nipple in the centre of his ribcage, and when he takes his T-shirt off, his torso resembles a very kind-looking face. It's as though his regular nipples look like eyes, his additional (laughs) nipple a little nose, and his belly button a cute, surprised little mouth. Anyway, I've taken to calling this chest man Christopher, and when my boyfriend is sleeping, I have long, one-sided conversations with him... (laughs) about my feelings and what's happened during the day. Christopher's a great listener, and though he never responds, it's clear he oozes compassion and sympathy. I've start even started to develop strong sexual feelings for Chris <laughs> and taken to kissing his mouth slash belly button 
when my boyfriend is snoring heavily. I realised things had gone out of hand when I became frantic one morning last week after spotting some belly button fluff in my boyfriend's navel. Take it out, I screamed. Christopher's choking. What should I do? What should I do? That oh, wow. There's a lot to pick apart here. Um, that person hasn't given me their name. But well, that's let's, surprising. Let's call her Karen. Karen, okay. Okay, Karen. Wow. Wow. Um, in some ways I can you know, if you can put up with the daytime boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Although someone speaking all the time would just annoy me as is, especially mm-hmm. if they weren't then listening. No, that's that's just out of order, isn't it? That's totally out of order. But I mean like it, it is it's almost like wait it's always like worth the wait to get to Christopher isn't it yeah I know I do feel like in this situation the positive is outweighing the negative Uh uh-huh and I think that Karen I wonder if Karen's a member of your commit to six because she is that sort of like she's kind of like us like she tries to find positives um, in the situation yeah in every situation and I have a really close friend who has a third nipple and she's shown me it and it is exactly like a nipple but it's just further down like there's no boob it's just a nipple and i no breast tissue no it's just the nipple um, and it is the most quite like my breasts just the nipple <laughs> still waiting nipple. for that breast tissue to develop <laughs> um and it is the most wonderful thing i've ever seen and i kind of want her to show me it every time i'm with her but like there's boundaries um so i can absolutely understand karen um and the fascination that she's created with christopher so um but i don't i don't i think long term this relationship isn't going to work out what do you think it is going to be hard long term um i mean you can't marry well you could marry him if you still mm-hmm. think that the the positive is going to weigh out, outweigh the negative there mm-hmm yeah, um, but I I also think you need to come to terms with the fact that Christopher isn't real. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> really, Karen? Right, sit down. If you listen to this just now, Christopher's not real. Take okay? a deep breath. Take a deep breath. Have a drink of water. This is gonna hurt, but it's for your own good. Absolutely, um, and also that sort of like um, the fact that you're quarantined. I assume that right now you're quarantined with the owner of. The the host of Christopher, uh, you're born to... <laughs> Sounds like Christopher is a virus. <laughs> wow. Um. So it it looks like, babe, just you've got twelve weeks to think about it. Um. And we've also got twelve weeks to think about it. So yeah, come back to us. Um. Yeah. Let you... us know how that situation pans out. How things Stop develop. Thinking. Yeah. Okay. So that leads quite nicely on to. One of the topics that we really wanted to cover because I think this is going to be really useful for people. Right. And that, well, actually, not really because this should have been covered prior to lockdown. Right. But should you go into lockdown with your partner? As in, how long should the relationship have been before you commit to? I mean, it says a three week, but let's be real, it might be closer to a 12 week lockdown period with them. Absolutely. Oh, that is such a good question because obviously I'm sure there's people out there that were like at the kind of start of a relationship. And you know, 
um, you'll have been there as well, like the start relationship when you're like just at their house all the time. No. No. <laughs> No. No. Because no. what do I say when my friends ask me to meet them? No. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> no. Okay. So, yeah, you're in that sort of honeymoon phase. You think that they're absolutely perfect. One of our listeners was actually in this position. So, right. to put context into this, do you want to get into character? Let's pretend you are the listener. Okay. Okay. So, you're a lesbian. Okay. Okay. That's Just basically, that. that's but... basically all of the character we need. So you've been together with your partner for four months now. She's amazing. She's mm-hmm. met all your friends. They love her. In mm-hmm. fact, they might even like her more than they like you. <gasps> I know. I know. Impossible. She's met your parents. They are big fans as well. And then Boris drops the bomb. You're in lockdown. I'm locked up. They won't let me out. Oh, yeah, great song. Or, as my phone likes to autocorrect it to, Lick Down. (laughs) It was so good because it even capitalised it and (laughs) the Lick Down. The Lick lick Down. Okay, so you've been with this girl for four months. Mm -hmm. Bear in mind here that four months in a lesbian relationship equates to about two years like dog years yeah 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 it's, it's quite similar to that okay. so what do you go into lockdown with them um right so i think she's great i love her oh do i love her oh you love her do i love her <laughs> I, I, have we exchanged um, the l word okay, uh, yeah i'm gonna say yeah actually right um i love her uh she's met my family and friends they all love her and there's absolutely no issues at all. Um, yeah, I'm diving headfirst in. She can come and move in with me. And I'm like, so excited. I can't wait to do locked- the lockdown with you. The lockdown. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. Well, Next. I mean, I don't know what happens. So do you want me to... Well, this is the thing. The real life situation of that didn't pan out like that. Oh, no. Oh, no. What happened? Okay, so what? Oh, what's happened to you is that she said no no fuck off no she didn't say that she just said no babe i just think it's gonna put a lot of pressure on our relationship and i love you so much that i'm gonna set you free no not that you're gonna set you free but mm-hmm. just that maybe we're not maybe our relationship would do better if we didn't go into lockdown together well tell you what my heart's broken i'm really upset um, I'm probably going to do something psycho now. I'm, <laughs> I'm probably going to do like um, cryptic messages on my Insta stories. Like, um, she's just, just not worth it. Like, yeah, if yeah. someone doesn't reciprocate your love, then they don't deserve it anyway. Yep. Yeah, or, hey guys, what's the deal with downloading Hitch? Are we allowed to download Hitch in a what's lockdown? Hitch? Is it oh hinge hinge? Hinge. Oh come on with the online dating, please keep up. Sorry, sorry. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I would do something cycle like that to try and make her like decide that she wants to live with me. Or would you just be like, okay, well, um, I just need to come and get something from your flat, and then just be like, oh no, there's not been (laughs) there's been another announcement, and I think I might have to stay here because we're not actually allowed outside anymore. 
That is a great idea and definitely something <laughs> I would do. Yes. I'd just be like, oh, wait, 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 give me two seconds. And then, like, I would keep, like, forgetting that I'd left something in a different room. And then I'm like, oh, no. Like, <laughs> oh, no. It's 12 o'clock. It's, it's midnight. And now lockdown started. I'll just have to stay where I am. Can't change um, my home address now. <laughs> and just stuff that's really irrelevant. Like, oh, I think I might have left... Um, a t-shirt at yours and I just really need it right now for staying at, at, in my house it's yeah. actually the only t-shirt that I own so I'm gonna have to come around and pick that up yeah mm, sorry and she's like mm, I don't see a t-shirt here I don't think you left one mm-hmm. okay so what are you gonna do now how are you gonna get to my how are you gonna get in what's your excuse um, what am I gonna... um well I would just try all the tactics I'd probably like cry um, I would probably like emotionally manipulate her. Um, I would say, "Oh, and I'm really lonely. I really need someone to talk to. Please let me in." And then I would probably just turn up at the door. Well, I'm here now, so <laughs> you might. Is. Oh wait, can I use the toilet? Or or do what you did. Go for a ten thousand step walk, and then like <laughs> need the toilet just outside her house. Oh, I really need. And I've just happened to bring my backpack, which is full of all my essentials. (laughs) Yeah, so I'd get get in there somehow. Oh, Um, do you know what would work for me if I was the other person in this relationship? Maybe if you bought a a puppy. Oh, yes, that's a great idea. Yeah. Mm. But you love drama, so probably all the Instagram stuff would have worked previously Um, yeah that would have been my dream Mm -hmm. dream situation okay Okay. so yeah um I'm like I I just like force myself upon people until they like me um when I was at uni I lived in a flat with five there was five of us and I only knew two of them and then I really like I decided like I really wanted to hang out with another one like as well and she was a total introvert like the the most opposite personality she's like I really just want some space and you're like (laughs) I'll just sit here while you have space. What are you that doing? Was, what are you thinking well, about? Yeah, I would just go into a room and be like, hi, hi, it's me, hi. And then eventually she she like decided that she would. there was no point fighting it anymore. And we're still friends. Oh, okay. That's good. Can I tell you like a really crazy story about how um, she ended up in a relationship with someone? Okay, yeah. <laughs> Right, so I did theatre studies at uni. Because that's a degree. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I did sports science, so I'm no better. No, 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 no. You are better because you did sports science and now you're a personal trainer. I did theatre studies and I'm now a personal trainer. Well, I think both are useful. 100%. Because you want to entertain your clients. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's. I think that's all I do is just like entertain and try and make people laugh and try and, and make people genuinely enjoy exercise. yeah if you make people enjoy exercise then that's amazing like you don't need to know or like if you're getting people moving and they love it and they enjoy it and they keep coming back that's great mm-hmm. absolutely okay tell me the story right so i think i'm gonna really regret telling this story but i do enjoy telling it because i think the whole thing's quite funny right, so i did theater studies at uni and um I did a play like my last last year of uni I directed a play and I put a, a call out for actors and there was this guy in my play and he was like 
just a bit of a weirdo um uh like dead dead funny quirky guy um and anyway one thing led to another ended up having a one night stand with him which is really unprofessional as a director of very your, unprofessional like I, that's like a harvey weinstein type situation <laughs> anyway right so it was like it was not it was good but it was like a kind of pot noodle good you like you know when you're like tasted good but you go like you know what I mean okay yeah and he left his Casio watch in my room and it beeped every hour and I couldn't find it anywhere and every time it beeped I would go like and get a shiver so you reminded every hour on the hour but I I knew him quite well because he was obviously an actor in my play and anyway he still continued to be in my play and he was really good and my flatmate the really introverted one was at the show and he like spotted her in the audience and she spotted him and I ended up setting them up together and he sent her a card and he was like hello I saw your curly hair at the play (laughs) (laughs) oh my god and then they ended up going out for like five years I'm not even joking and it was a kind of like um, running joke in my group of friends that was like, oh, Shona tried him out. Like, <laughs> oh, what? And that worked. Hi, huh? I saw your curly hair. Yeah, he sent her like a card, like a birthday card, I think it was. Um, was it her birthday? No, no, it wasn't. And um, he just said, <laughs> like, hi, I saw your curly Like, he, he, he told me that he really liked girls with curly hair. And he saw her curly hair in the audience and then he was he sent her a card because obviously he knew my dress because he'd been there already. <gasps> oh, okay, uh, so he actually sent it in the post? Yeah, 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 he sent it. Oh, this is so old school. This, oh, yeah, this was... Um, right, so 2000... I graduated 2010, 2009. Yeah, but I mean, there was still texting in 2009. I know, but remember... This person was like a wannabe actor. Everyone's okay. like, kind of like everyone's was he like trying to do of... like Gatsby, like writing mm. letters and okay, right, I've got you. Definitely, yeah. So I had a happy ending, but it was like a weird way to meet someone. Yeah, to, I like, don't know how I'd feel up. if I just got a letter being like, "Hey, saw you at the play." Like but how. She- but she liked that she like some girls like that like it was like a bit of drama and it also like I told her who he was like and I told her what had happened with me as well so she knew she knew everything and were you like "Mm, it was a tasty pot noodle (laughs) he was really 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 skinny like he was like honestly like pro like oh like a noodle yeah like I think I remember just thinking like I felt like the big spoon Oh, that's not a good feeling. Not, not for me. No, no, no. I no. can't believe how much I've shared on this podcast. This is really <laughs> Well, we had my coming out story last time. Yeah, but your coming out story was lovely and wholesome. I've just told a story about a one night stand I had at uni. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, should we talk about situation number two regarding the lockdown? Yes. Okay, so let's say you've been in a relationship with a man, quite long term, but for the last couple of months you've been 
frequently annoyed by him. He's not showing the right commitment. You don't feel like he's the one. Right. And at your age, no, I'm joking. You're not that old. But you're looking for the one to settle down with, okay? Mm-hmm. So you've decided, you spoke to friends, and you're pretty sure now that it's just best that you break up. Right. <clears throat> Mine's made up. But then Boris announces lockdown. <gasps> and now you're stuck with boyfriend for potentially 12 weeks. Oh, no. Now, again, I think that is definitely something that's happened out there. There will be people who are on the edge, the brink of breaking up, and then this will send them over the edge. Because I think, like, it, a lot of relationships depend on the being separate for a while, don't they? And maybe, like, you can sort of live with someone and be, like, ships in the night and not even realise that there's massive problems. And then you're stuck with each other for 24 hours. And you'll have seen all these memes um, of people, like, realising that their partner is the sort of person that says, now let's circle back. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe they're the kind of person that takes a sip of a cup of tea and goes, every time exactly exactly or the sort of person that goes "Mm, let's unpack that but you say that i love it and i quite like it oh there's a lot to unpack here Mm. let's unpack this so yeah you could find out that your partner has really annoying traits yes exactly i actually think that even people who are in pretty strong relationships if if they're literally spending 24 hours together every day, mm-hmm. then you'd get annoyed with anyone. Oh, yeah, it's, it's impossible. Impossible not to fall out, I think. Um, yeah. Especially oh. if you live in quite a small flat. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I don't know, you're used to both going out every day, doing your day job, and then you come home, you have a lovely meal together, talk mm-hmm. about your day, and then go to bed. And then the next day you do the same thing. Mm-hmm. I can see how this situation with you both trying to work in a tiny flat, maybe you've got kids as well and you're having to homeschool them. Oh, it's a lot. Oh, it's so much. Um. Oh God, I really, really feel for those people. And I think, yeah, there's going to be lots of relationships that end after this but do you know what this might make people realize that life is too short to be with someone that isn't good for you true life's too short yeah yeah i think like this is making me realize that i like yeah life is too short do you know what i mean like see once this 12 weeks is over i'm gonna just grab a life and be like i want to do everything that i couldn't do for the last 12 weeks yeah Agreed. I think that would be a good thing that comes out of this. Yeah. Or you might discover that, you know, do you know what? If your relationship makes it through this, you're in it for the long haul. That is a good, solid relationship. Yes, absolutely. Okay, would you like to come on to the next listener question? Yes, please. Okay, hold on. Let me find it. Okay, here it is. I went on a date with someone that I had been talking to for uh, talking with for a couple of weeks on POF, which I think stands for plenty of fish. Yes. Correct? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. We met for dinner in a nice pub. Everything was going well, and as I walked her to her car, 
we shared a kiss. Ooh. Oh, lovely. I love when people say share a kiss. Shared a kiss. Oh, what, what, a, what a lovely way to put it. It okay. is because he didn't say, I kissed her, I gave her a kiss, or she kissed me. We shared a kiss. It was a mutual kiss. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. <clears throat> And as I walked her to... Oh, no, wait, I've read that part. (laughs) Just to circle back. As I walked her to her car, we shared a kiss. And at this point, her boyfriend turns up. Hold up. Hold up. I think stuff's about to get really juicy here. Okay. He tried to punch me. What? Why? Which I managed to swerve. Popo! And then he put his hand right through the car window. That's quite very very strong. That is a big punch. Yep. (laughs) Quite some punch. That's very, very impressive. You must be very annoyed. Anyway, needless to say, an ambulance had to be called. And at that point, I left. The next day, the, go- the girl called me saying that I don't want, that she didn't want to be with her boyfriend. And could she move in with me? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> okay. I think I missed this part the first time I read it. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Oh, hey, we met for one date. Shared. Lovely. One kiss. My boyfriend tried to punch you. Would you like to move in together? Right, well, she sounds like too much drama, doesn't she? Although you would love her. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, babe, move right in. Move right in and bring all your drama with yeah, you. Bring all of that baggage you clearly have, including your ex-boyfriend slash current boyfriend, and and bring it into my life because that is what I've yeah, been missing. That's what you need. Um, I would say to my advice to the person. Wait, is it? Does he want advice, or is he just telling us a story? <laughs> um, uh, let's give him advice let's because advice. Uh, let's be honest, I don't think anyone wants our advice, but it's there. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, um, unsolicited advice is that I think that it's time for him to vet his dates a little bit more. Um, try not and jump straight in to like a date so he wait so he was at her house and then kissed her no 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 they met at a nice pub right shared a kiss Uh walked her back to her car at which point boyfriend turns up punches the window ambulance comes so how did the boyfriend know they were there well Mm -hmm. this is what Mm -hmm. we don't know maybe she does like drama maybe oh have you heard of like couples who create drama just mm-hmm. you know to get themselves off maybe because so maybe because their relationship is so boring they need drama he, so the person who wrote in was just a pawn in their sex game yeah we're sorry to tell you you were just a pawn <laughs> oh <laughs> you were i do think pawn. vetting your dates beforehand like i think it's easy to assume that someone on plenty of fish is single but in fact, that might not always be the case. So maybe to ask that would be a good idea. So what sort of questions do you think are the ideal sort of like, you don't want to ask them 20 questions, but equally you want to get like the, all the bases covered. with. Okay, a so if you had five key questions. Yes, that are going to tell you a lot about a person and whether they're mental or not. Oh, that's, that's quite tricky. 
It is, isn't it? And also, you don't want to just, like, I feel that you have to get to know someone a bit before you ask them certain questions. You don't Mm -hmm. want to just jump in with, so, how was your last relationship? Why did you break up? Are you ready to commit to someone new? Or is this just, like, getting over your ex? Or do you, I don't know. There's a lot that maybe you want to know, but maybe that's not appropriate to ask within the first plenty of fish convo. Right, okay. But you could say something like, if you could relate your life to a Disney film, which one would it be? And if um, they say something like Frozen, then you're like, mm. but, but what man do you think would be like, oh, actually, I think it's very similar to... I can't think of oh, it. Pocahontas. <laughs> yeah. I'll give her a wide berth. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Lady in the Trap. Oh. <laughs> oh, uh, but what about The Lion King too? Well, I've not seen it. Oh so, God! Right? So, okay. okay. We'd have Let's to go, move on. We'd have to circle back. To... <laughs> we'll, we'll circle back to this on another podcast. <laughs> so, do we want to try and outline some questions that you might want to ask? I think. Are you single? Or maybe how long have you been single is a good one. Because that... Well, that is a good one. Yeah, that opens it up to not just, yeah, of course I'm single, you weirdo. But then, like, like how long have you been single for, Emma? Is this an actual question? Yes. <laughs> and how? And what's it telling us about you? I know. Well, I know. So, and would you say, I've been single for this long, but, 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 but... The but, reason- by the way, it's not because I'm a weirdo. It's just it's because that I'm really focused I'm on married my to my work. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm really focused I'm on my career. really focused. But I would make time for you if you're really special. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Okay. But then so if you-, you were like, oh, two weeks. Yes. Yeah, so that, so... So, like, yeah, a long time or a very short time. But what's or like... what if you're in the situation of, well, I've broken out of my boyfriend, but he's still living here because we're in lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> but as soon as this is over, he'll be out. Honestly, he'll, he'll be out. I've started packing his bags already. I've started disinfecting. Oh, my God. I do have a story of one of my friends used to live with. So she was in a flat probably similar to your uni flat. And right. two of the people in the flat were dating each other quite right. long term. In fact, I think it was years. And, oh God, yeah, they got engaged. Okay, so serious relationship. Then they broke up, but mm-hmm. were still living in the same flat. And he started bringing girls home. Oh, that's just so mean. That's Isn't that mean. so mean? Yeah, really bad. Ah, oh, and was like, how did she deal with that? I actually can't remember, <laughs> but I th- I think she might have started doing it as well, just to sort of annoy each other. But oh no, I couldn't do that. I couldn't live in the same flat. I would have moved out. Yeah, hundred percent. It's not worth it. No, it's not worth it. That's that's a real dick move, isn't it? Yeah, really bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, there was just so much drama. You need to see that five person flat. Like you learn so. I think you learn a lot of life skills did you live in big like student oh my god i have to tell you the story of wow okay this is quite a lot we can unpick this okay let's pick i lived with was it one two i think it was there was five of us Mm -hmm. and one of them was a man 
mm-hmm. and he was dating another girl. Mm-hmm. And the other girl's best friend also lived there. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's the situation. Then, and this man had an ex-girlfriend, we'll call it a, an ex-girlfriend, okay? Who had a Facebook page, etc. Well, not page, like an account, whatever. Okay, right. Anyway, it transpired that like this person was not real and he <gasps> had, yeah, he'd made it up, but would like write stuff from her on his Facebook page and to make his girlfriend jealous. What? So weird, right? But then also the best friend was involved in it as well. And this is when it got like, I was like, I was living there. But I was like, why do people believe this? Okay. Apparently his ex-girlfriend had come into the flat, first of all, how? And left a note, which his girlfriend was meant to find. And it like caused all this drama, like because she'd been there. And I was like, what? what? Anyway, then we found the pictures of this girl. Then it was it was like some Japanese model, right? It was so weird. But That's the so biggest weird. drama of this, he was sleeping with the best friend. <gasps> I what? know. So and- like, right? Do you think? Do you think that was to like send they they created that new pair that other fake person to like send? No. The well, you see, the- actually, nope. the best friend thought that the ex ex-girlfriend was also a real person it was it was so weird and anyway all of this drama came out i wasn't involved in any of it but i was like i got all the negative of it all because there was a lot of bad feels going around when all that came out oh no that's just dundee for you oh wait did you go to edinburgh edinburgh Mm, yeah edinburgh Mm, oh god it's just yeah that, that so is... that was really weird and d- that like obviously people knew that he'd made that up like what was everyone's reaction to him for doing that oh i don't know it was just he was a strange guy anyway it was all like so so weird and and i found out before the girlfriend found out so mm-hmm. she was mad at me for not telling her but it wasn't my place to say yeah and then we had this other flatmate who was from Finland who had just had no idea what was going on the whole time. Oh, bless. She was just like, I don't know what... Like, she, I don't know, she just sort of kept to herself. She's like... This, this she could probably voice. sense, like, the awful vibes. Oh, that's a shame. And she probably moved back to Finland and was like, I'm yeah. never like, entering that god-awful country She's probably again. like, Scottish people are so strange. Yeah. <laughs> Have yeah. you... Do you know, um, have you ever met a compulsive liar? Um, I don't think so. Well, maybe that guy was, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, it sounds like he was. Like, it, I find things like that really, really fascinating. Because I've known a couple of compulsive liars, and it's like they can't, they can't, they actually believe the lies that they're telling as well. Yeah, it was almost like that. He was so yeah. in it that... Yeah. Oh, it was very strange. Yeah, very, very strange. Oh, um, wow. That all yeah. got a bit serious. Yeah, <laughs> sorry about that. Yeah, generally, like, uni and living with lots of different people was a really, really fun experience. Generally, generally. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was fun. Um, And it does teach you lots of life skills, like putting up with other people. Because I'm, I'm really intolerant. 
and that you, you have to not be you can't be intolerant you have to just like put up with other people's uncleanliness oh and, um, oh yeah. yeah i know i know i know wouldn't be able to do it now um but i was i was very very young and very naive so there you go yeah, lots of drama, lots of excitement, lots of Sainsbury's Basics table wine at two nine nine a bottle. <laughs> oh, good times. Good times, yes. A lot, a lot of drama because we all did theatre studies. Mm. But this was before, like, you know how, like, um, like now, like, so this I went to uni in two thousand six. Back then, like, we weren't so much experimenting with gender. So, much. so is that what people are doing now? Mm, just have you no, been no, no, experimenting no, with no, gender? No, no, no. I don't think I don't think people are doing it flippantly. I think I think like it just wasn't a concept back then. But we all at the same time we were like we're doing theatre studies. Am I gay? Am I straight? I don't know. Whereas like um, there's very much a gay or straight vibe. Whereas now it's like I think I, if I could go back and do it again, it actually would have been a much more like fun experience because. Um, Are you saying that you want to have a lesbian experience but you never got to have one? Because <laughs> it sounds a little bit like that. You're like, if I could go back now where things are a little bit more liberal. <laughs> no, that's not what I would <laughs> Anyway, well, I suppose I've, I've got a lot of thinking to do in this next 12 weeks. <gasps> Can you imagine? After 12 weeks, I told Paul, I've actually decided. It was turned to me. <laughs> It's been the podcast. It's been the podcast. <clears throat> mm. Although I don't, I don't know if maybe there wasn't that, or you weren't exposed to it. Like I don't remember there being a lot of that at uni when I was there. But then also, oh. I wasn't dating girls, so maybe I just didn't know about. I'm sure there was like a club, like a LGBTQ plus. Yeah, there was de- definitely a club. There was definitely a club. Um, but I just remember, like, we had a lecturer who was kind of like an old school Germine Greer feminist. Like, so she, I, I remember she, like, marked one of my essays because we did, like, lots of um, things on gender and self and sexuality and things like that. And she marked an essay of mine that I'd written about, it was called, it was about the self. And she said that my essay w- was sexist. And I was like... <laughs> Why? <laughs> I still to this day don't know but then remember like I'm I was 17 18 years old like I've you have no idea about these things really and I just think like that you can't tell another woman that she's being sexed or she's not doing feminism right and that's essentially what she was doing you know what I mean yeah like who is she to tell me that I'm doing feminism wrong? And yes, she's like an old school feminist. Like you know those. Um, I'm going to educate you now. Educate everyone sitting at home. Um, I think it's called like a second wave feminism. And then now, now we're on a different wave of feminism. Oh, are we on, on the like, third wave now? I think oh. we might be. Well, so um, intersectional feminism. What is that? So intersectional feminism is realize that recognizing that as a white woman we are actually pretty privileged and that um we now need to like um turn our focus and support women of color, women who are disabled, like th- those women don't have the same privileges as we do whereas Jermaine Greer is like she's a TERF trans exclusionary radical. Was she the term. one with a monobrow? No, I think she's like an she's an old Australian lady. Oh no, I'm thinking of someone different. Yeah, 
Um, so this podcast isn't really that funny anymore because I've educated <laughs> quite people on, on different types of feminism. But um, yeah, if anyone wants to discuss that with me, send me a message on Instagram. I have several hours of the day free to discuss different uh, types of feminism. I would quite like to know these things. Like, I didn't really 100% get what feminism is. Because I think it is, like, misportrayed sometimes. Absolutely, yeah. I think it is, too. Also, do you remember on... Did you did you watch Love Island this year? No. Okay, well, there was one guy and he kept saying, like... Yeah, I'm a feminist. Feminist for I'm a f- feminist, but he couldn't even say it because he was he was like, yeah, I think girls should be able to do stuff as well. I was like, oh yeah, I think that is that is essentially what feminism is. Right, what's feminism, Emma? I that, think that's what I don't know. You need to tell. Well. Pardon? I think girls should be able to do things as well. There we go. Boom. Feminism. Boom. Done. Defined. Mm. Yeah, I. I feminism what what do you think it is then yeah you know? i'm that's what i mean like i i know enough to know that i don't know mm-hmm. fully well i think it's just uh, well we're very lucky because we've been raised to not really have any limits like we've been raised just like you like you were raised with a brother like i'm sure your mom and dad raised you both exactly the same and mm-hmm. to to be able to achieve the exact same thing so that's probably why it's not such like a big issue for you whereas like there's still women out there that aren't raised like that and aren't in societies like us so that's why it is like an important thing that we recognize so there you go and there is still a huge uh pay gap isn't there yes uh-huh. absolutely so we're not perfect yet in you know it's i guess if what you were saying is that we are very lucky but mm. we're still not treated equally to men no no, absolutely not. Absolutely. So, <laughs> this was meant to be funny, but... Um... <laughs> well, you can't get it all, guys. See if you're listening at home. I told you a really intimate story about one night dad had at uni. But you're not getting it all. You can't get laughs the whole way through, okay? That you're was really... <laughs> that was quite aggressive. The Glasgow in me was coming out. Could we just... Um... <laughs> reiterate boris's message to finish the podcast please yes absolutely. this is very important just give me a second while i open up his voice note um <laughs> and i'll find the right one I, I need to make sure that i don't accidentally open one of the other voice notes that he sent me <laughs> wait. <laughs> okay, well, wait yes yeah, well, oh, that that didn't sound like boris that one i'm a little bit aroused <laughs> <laughs> What was that one? It was. <laughs> it was after I'd sent you the video of Massey Arias, you know, the, the fitness model. And she's like humping. Oh, and what Dofa. did I say? She said, Well, I'm a little bit aroused. <laughs> Wait, let me rewind it. Let me rewind it. Okay, well, firstly, I'm a little bit aroused. <laughs> That was quite a sexual home workout, to be it fair. It really was. And it was also so technical. So if you go on to Massey Arias, she's like this absolutely beautiful um, Instagram fitness person who has millions of followers. And the first movement, she's humping a green chair. 
She's doing like a glute exercise. And then the second movement is you'd need to be a professional gymnast to do it. Oh my like, God. Yeah. I was thinking I could not do that. No, no. And I saw you do pistols on your Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I sorry to, that was quite a long time ago before the back issues, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, so that's fake news. That's fake news. Yeah. It's all a facade, that it's- social media. What do you think about people posting only old photos of them looking really good on Instagram? Do you think people should like intersperse it with like some recents of them looking like a mess, like a do? Um, is this directed at me? Because no. I feel victimised. <laughs> no, not at all. I wouldn't dare. Anyway, like, I found the voice note. Okay, <laughs> just to play us out, please, Boris. Here we go. You should not be meeting friends. If your friends ask you to meet up, you should say, fuck off and listen to the Up Close and Personal Trainer podcast. Thank you, Boris. Well said, Boris. Well said. Okay, thank you for listening. We shall be back shortly, I imagine. Bye. Bye.